Songbirds Guitar Museum, a guitar-oriented pop culture experience for the whole family, is now open at the historic Chattanooga Choo Choo. Come experience the beauty and evolution of the guitar. Discover the origins of rock and roll from gospel to blues and jazz to R&B to the sounds of Motown and the invasion of the British. See and hear the impact of surf music and raw acoustic music of country, bluegrass, and folk. Each Songbirds Guitar Museum exhibit features the guitars that made the music as well as the stories and artists that brought them to life. You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heatherly Holt. Spotlight is a weekly podcast featuring intimate conversations and performances with musicians and artists from Chattanooga and the surrounding areas. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today we have Rye Baby here. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> it's so good to have you guys here. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah. Yeah, we're um, excited. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with a song. Ready to do this? Yeah. yeah. Rambo, I'll try get you if you can. Well, he carries a briefcase in his right hand. Yeah, he's bringing home that bag.
is so fun. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we should mention that this is a dialed down version. Yes. Indeed. Do you want to talk about your normal instrumentation? Sure. Yeah, usually we have, uh, well, I'm always tapping on a kick drum while attempting to sing and play electric guitar, which always makes it challenging <laughs> because you can feel confident in your instrument, then add something else to do while you're playing that instrument, like, you know, try to sing and play drums at the same time. Kind of adds a little uh, it is. extra yeah. element to it. it. <laughs> Makes it a lot more challenging, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Got to run on the treadmill more. Yeah. And she has... <laughs> She has a, a foot tambourine attached to a kick pedal that she'll hit in place of a snare drum uh-huh. for songs that we're both playing guitar or double instruments on. Mm-hmm. And then there's some songs where we do the the sloppy garage rock white stripesy thing where she's playing a snare and cymbal and tambourine and I'm still playing the kick drum and electric guitar. So So who needs a loop pedal when you can just use all of your limbs at the same right, time? Exactly. Yeah. Make use of every one of them. That's yeah. what we try to do. Keep it going. Get get her workout in. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So you guys had a show at JJ's last night. Yeah, yes we did. We it was did. amazing. It was fun. And played with a great band, the DDS and the <laughs> and Planet. They were nice guys yeah. too. It was pretty awesome. Mm. So you guys are full-time musicians, mm. right? Not necessarily. Not, not until sometimes like... We still have uninteresting day jobs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you do a lot of traveling. For yeah, we baby. basically have two full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're working toward, full-time mm-hmm. music. And you travel a lot, though. Oh, yeah. What are some of the places yeah. that you travel to? We've been to Charleston, South Carolina a few times. Uh, D.C. Yeah, Washington, D.C. Uh, we went out west last Oh, yeah. Uh, spring, Midwest. Did Colorado. you do a little tour? Yeah, we played Denver, Colorado, Creed, Colorado. New Mexico. Taos, New Mexico, which mm-hmm. was beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Dallas, Texas. Do you work with anyone to set up the tour, or do you do that all yourself? The other band that we played with, we coordinated with them. We okay. booked and they booked. Yeah, as far as what we're doing this year, we're just doing it all ourselves right now. And when we tour with another band, we just divide it up between the two of us. Who gets the shows? Yeah. Gets them booked? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll say, you take this part of the region and I'll take this part, mm-hmm. you know? Well, you make it sound like we've got our stuff together. Basically, it's like, well, I'll book this show. <laughs> don't book a show for this day. <laughs> Do you know anybody in this town? <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Very cool. So how long have you guys been together? Seriously? <laughs> I guess about two years. Yeah. But we've been playing together for about three, Ooh, three and a half, and something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I started playing with her. She She's part of the uh, Chattanooga Songwriters Association. So I started backing her up when she was in her old band because I, I guess your old band, you know, weren't really into doing the acoustic thing. So, so she would just get me to come in and I would play mandolin or mm-hmm. whatever on some of her songs. And then, you know, both and of I our bands. And what he did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Both of our bands fizzled out, and you know we're a couple, so we're just like, oh, what's. So were you together? a couple before you became a band? Um, I kind, can't remember. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Sort of, I yeah. guess so. We were. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one of the one of the few times it actually works out for the better. Yeah. Yeah, it really has. It's. I mean. We love each other, obviously, but it is efficient because, you know, we have about the same schedule. We don't have to text 500 people and be like, are you available for this date? Mm -hmm. And taking off all these different work schedules, you know, so it works out. And, you know, we can actually make a semi-living between two of us. Well, you don't have to You don't have to deal with a crazy bass player and drummer because you know how bass players and drummers are. Boy, did I know. <laughs> no offense to my bass player and drummer friends. You're crazy. My brother's a drummer, so I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear a cover. 
This one's by uh, one of our favorite bands, Hooray for the Riff Raff, um, out of uh, New Orleans. Love it. Yeah. Yeah.
fun. <laughs> so much energy. Thank you. Thanks. So great. <laughs> we have fun playing out. Let's take turns. Jennifer, would you want to talk about where you're from and how you got into music and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm a North Georgia born and raised out near where, you know, the Civil War battlefield was. And I like Dolly Parton. Obviously, I'm pretty well obsessed with Dolly Parton. <laughs> Loretta Lynn, Tammy Wynette, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson. But I like rock and roll, too, and the blues. So, obviously, that's kind of what has influenced me mm-hmm. and... So when did you start playing music? Well, I started singing when I was like two in church, like everybody from the South. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but playing and writing my own stuff, I guess about eight years ago, playing guitar now. What got you so, into it? I used to sing, you know, to tracks at school talent shows in high school. And I would think, man, it would be really cool if I could play my own songs and write my own stuff. I like doing these songs, but I probably won't ever make a career of playing other people's music. Mm -hmm. So one day I got brave and bought a guitar. I always wrote poetry, you know, for myself. And I just started writing stuff and putting it to music. And and then I was like, Did you take lessons? Did anyone help you? Sort of here and there. I met my dad as a guitar player. He's a really good guitar player. And when I was little, I was very ADHD. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he would try to show me stuff. (laughs) Yeah, still am. (laughs) He would try to show me stuff and I couldn't direct my thoughts to just sitting and learning because I wanted to be outside playing and stuff. So when I got older and I was able to sit down and learn how to focus, I took a classical guitar course in college. I don't know why I did that, <laughs> but it was really good. I learned a little about finger picking, and mm-hmm. then there were a bunch of metal heads in the class with, I would be like, hey, how do you play this chord? <laughs> so I learned from them and friends and my dad, and then he has really showed me like different things, mandolin, tenor banjo. He challenged me to start doing the drums, mm-hmm. and it's been she, ever since. Uh, <laughs> she had lacked confidence in herself as far as like, oh, I can't do that, or I can't sing and play drums, I can't play drums, I can't play harmonica or mandolin. I was like, sure you can. Like, I'll show you the chords, you practice them, we'll play through a song. Uh, She had written a song on acoustic guitar for her old band that we'd kind of reworked with what we do, and she always had heard mandolin in her head for the Mm -hmm. song. I was like, well, just play mandolin on it. So I taught her the chords and taught her how to do a couple of those little trills, you know, Mm -hmm. on the mandolin, and... And now when we play it out live, I'm playing electric guitar on it, and she's playing the mandolin. It's like, see, I told you you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so talented. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what about you, Callie? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from the uh, hills of Upper East Tennessee, uh, a little town called New Taswell, which is right next to Old Taswell. <laughs> Some Somewhere along the lines, somebody got mad at somebody else, and sure. you know they split up the town, you know. <laughs> Probably uh, something about liquor, liquor, or, <laughs> or religion, or something. Yeah. But but anyway, yeah. From there, it's about an hour northeast of Knoxville, Shine Country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've been playing all my life. I'm from a musical family on both sides. Uh, my mom's side, my great uncles, and all them. They were they were bluegrass virtuoso players, and oh, they nice. would hang out and work at the sawmill, and then play bluegrass my dad's side they were you know gospel quartet type 
singers, so, you know, mm-hmm. Southern Baptist gospel kind of stuff. But, I mean, I always had that in my family, and, you know, I grew up listening to music and picked up one of one of my dad's acoustic guitar. It was actually my, my aunt's acoustic guitar that she let my dad borrow that he was going to learn to play, and he never did, mm-hmm. and sat around and had two strings on it. So I learned how to, like, find notes on the two strings. So I was like, well, if I can do this with two strings, I guess I can do it with six. So then, you know, and then... Basically, I just went from there, played in a bunch of cover bands in high school. And, you know, as far as original music, I've been in everything from metal to punk, hardcore bands to country rock to whatever we, it is we do. I guess we just <laughs> kind of mix all of it together somehow. It <laughs> <laughs> but I've been playing for as long as I can remember, and it's all I know. So yeah. I just keep doing it. <laughs> it was just surrounded. Yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. The only thing in life that makes sense to me is when I'm playing a guitar. So mm-hmm. it sounds kind of cheesy or whatever, but it's no, true. No, it doesn't. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's hear another original. All right. You want to do uh, Warning Bell? Yeah. What is this one? This one's called Warning Bell. This is the one and only song that I've written. And she had actually challenged me to write a song. She's like, well, we're, we're, we're in a duo, so you have to write a song. I was like, is that some kind of unspoken rule? Or <laughs> like, I'm a guitar player. And she's like, well, just try it. And, you know, I had tried, tried many times over the years and failed miserably <laughs> trying to write songs or anything that I felt that I could be caught dead playing out in public. So I actually had a good idea for this one and was inspired by someone I know. I wrote the song and played it for her, and she was like, we have to play this out. So she talked me into it. And <laughs> This is the one and only song you'll ever get out of me. <laughs> Ready? I'm digging myself a hole I'm digging myself a hole And I'm gonna the night, some magic pills, and a whiskey sour, seeking food as she may devour, and no one can save me from this.
see why I don't write the songs usually. Oh, whatever. I, <laughs> I think that you should not ha- be a one-hit wonder. You uh-huh. should keep yeah, writing. Yeah, you oh, should. I keep telling him that, too. Yeah. That leads me in to what was going to be my next question. Okay. Jennifer, you write all the songs then? I guess I yes. do. <laughs> so she yeah. is the singer-songwriter, and then you help with all the instrumentation? Yeah. He is our... I basically produce our yeah. music. You know, she, yeah. she'll bring me a song. She'll send it to me at work. Uh, you know, <laughs> I recorded this voicemail. Check this Check this out. You know, she'll send it to me, and I can hear arrangement-wise basically what we'll do with it, and then we'll work it up and change it about a thousand times <laughs> and mm-hmm. eventually do something with it. That's so fun. <laughs> so all your music, is it... Everywhere you could find it, hope to find it. Apple Music and Spotify and everything. Uh, like that. well, we here's the thing: we have as busy as we are with playing shows, mm-hmm. we are terrible at getting music out. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just gonna be honest: we have an acoustic EP that you can find on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff, YouTube. Or you can wait for what we're working on now. <laughs> well, it, the first thing we did is rough demos of acoustic stuff so we just kind of mixed it and put it up as a release because we felt we needed to have something out Mm -hmm. but basically the the kick drum snare live rock and roll thing is you know we've got several tracks recorded it's in the works uh yeah yeah, and it's been in the works for what feels like an eternity but (laughs) but we've got the great and wonderful Stephen Nichols, local guy, mm-hmm. really, really talented engineer, studio guy, and a musician as well. He's he's mixing our stuff, so slow and steady wins the race. And hopefully, I'm I'm hoping by summer we'll have yeah. another EP out, which kind of represents really what we do. But. Let's do another cover. All right. Do you want to do the Dolly cover? Yeah, let's do that. All right. <laughs> We're probably going to butcher this because this it's, is usually the song yeah. that uh, she plays when I break a string or... Whatever on stage, but yeah. and I'll jump in sometimes, and sometimes I'll just let her do it. We, yeah. we hope if Dolly hears this that we do her justice. <laughs> we'll try. Ready? Yeah.
while It can always survive While flowers don't care where they grow And the flowers I knew In the field where I grew Were content to be lost Coming in close And I have no room for growth And I just wanted so much To branch out So I uprooted myself From my hometown And I left I took my dreams Yeah It can always survive While flowers don't care When they grow so well oh thanks you're very kind that song. very sweet yes Your voice so is so powerful and so yeah. clear and beautiful it's a little too loud huh <laughs> <laughs> it's so big pretty. mouth <laughs> thank you it's so great <laughs> thank you so much so, how did you guys meet 
Well, I was actually playing guitar for Ryan Oyer at the time. We played the uh, Road to Nightfall thing mm-hmm. in town. The was it the competition for Nightfall. I was backing him up, and her old band was in it. And what's uh, your old band? Long Gone Darlings. Mm-hmm. And I knew her guitar player already. He was a sweet guy. But I I known him from the music store that he that he worked at, and I talked to him backstage after the show, and that's that's when I met you for yeah. the first time. Rhythm and Breeze. Pretty crazy. And now <laughs> Rhythm and Breeze is gone. Yeah. 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 Now we it have is our Revelry Room. Uh, yeah. if this You're a- opening for someone, right? Yeah, yeah Blackfoot April Gypsies. Um, yeah. April 8th. That's going to be a good show. Yeah. yeah. They're out of Nashville. I think yeah. it's going to be fun. So we met, we met there, and the rest, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> How did you come up with the name Rye Baby? Um, oh. Out of desperation. Well, we had a, <laughs> we ha- had a name we were going under, and we won't go there, but it was pretty cheesy. <laughs> it was a it generic, was a, uh, we, didn't, we can't think of a name name. I really so want to know what it is now. The quote unquotes, because we, could, so we couldn't cheesy. think of anything else. It's like, let's go under that until we figure well, it out. Well, yeah, and so then there's apparently a... Like a really heavy, is it like a punk band or something called quote unquote? So we kept going to gigs and people were like, where's your blue hair? And (laughs) wait a minute, you're bringing in a banjo. And so anyway, we were like, we should change it anyway because we didn't like the name. So we were looking through the bartender's guide one night. We figured we're kind of a, you know, I say this, Callie's like, maybe we shouldn't, but let's just say it. We're a cocktail of different influences and, and musical styles. Sure. So we named ourselves Rye Baby after the cocktail. Very cool. <laughs> Except and at first we just thought it was a cool name, and then we started being like, yeah, we're going to make a clever story about how we got our name because we're a cocktail. <laughs> and then we found out a craft brewery out of some place has, has a beer yeah. called Rye Baby, no. so too late. We're not a beer, though, so we're all <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Let's hear another original. What are you going to do? <laughs> a song called Pyro and the Jezebel. She she actually had this song written in her old band, and we just kind of changed it around a little bit and made a uh, sloppy, folky, bluesy version of it. So, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Two, three, four. Stare her down, she feels herself begin to slowly drown while sipping. Sweet glass of suspicion The white hot band around his fingers Or does weigh him down and brighter It glows then in ember His insides are colder than December Oh, she was raised and like some kind of Jezebel. But her disease heart it ain't to be well. Now confusion is a comrade and she's claiming that as man. Next is like the And on the grave is where he left his song. Yes, he, he can't even feel his body shiver. And she's a lost little lady, Delbar. Stay. 
petals seem to shed in his Oh, it's time for resurrection. Well, well, now she was raised at rocks and kind of smiling so much. <laughs> you guys, oh, thank you. You guys are amazing. Um, what do you guys like to do when you're not playing music or working? Um, Plants. I have a pretty extensive house plant collection <laughs> <laughs> that I keep taking cuttings and rooting them in water and, and he runs into them and says we have too many <laughs> dogs. I lo- we love our dog. Dolly yeah. Parton is our dog. <laughs> I'm usually still over in the corner playing guitar or yeah. something. That's pretty much all I'm I like do. messing with plants, and he's yeah. like, <laughs> "We like to take time." Now, this has been our goal over the past year. When we go to a city, we used to because we're we are still trying to work to pay some bills. So you know, we don't have a whole lot of time to explore the city. So this year, we made a goal to start yes. going to a local brewery in a town that we don't know, meeting new people, seeing the sights, you know. Like we say, well, what is it that we have to see while we're in your city? Yeah, so I guess we like to to travel. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, mean, it's good, I guess, right? <laughs> you know, some some folks would say, hey, you guys go everywhere, and you know, I bet you guys just see all these cool places. Well, the first time we went to D.C., we lucked up, and it was a holiday weekend, so we got the chance to hang around there. But the last time we went up, it was like, yeah, we'll go up there and go to the National Mall again and hang out. Mm-hmm. And basically, we went up there for like part of a day and yeah. then drove back home because we had to be back at work you know yeah. so it was like yeah you know, we do stupid stuff like that we <laughs> play a one-off in dc because it makes total sense <laughs> yeah. well what advice could you give to other musicians that are trying to 
be performing musicians like you guys in other cities and states um, other than Chattanooga. Well, just be, be a risk taker. Yeah, yeah. Take <laughs> you know? some risks. Because basically, Jennifer books all of our shows. We don't mm-hmm. have a booking agent. I mean, she does. You just she does email and call. Yeah. And I just hound, hound the people. heck out yeah. of whoever will listen. Sometimes you won't hear a word back. Mm-hmm. But if you hear something back, you just keep selling what you're doing to them until they are like, okay, just be annoying is the yeah. best advice. <laughs> so they can't forget about Right. Yeah. And when you're there in that town, the uh, the key word is network. Mm-hmm. Network mean, is important. Talk as many people. Yeah. You'll uh, you'll usually run into somebody that owns another bar or brewery or knows somebody that does. Or you should mm-hmm. play this place next time you're in town. You know, and then it just kind of goes from there. Yeah. You just we we're always like, oh yeah, what was the place you were talking about? We're yeah. putting it in our phones. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like you <laughs> should make friends with people either way. You know, because we like to meet new people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's always helpful if they have... <laughs> I didn't mean to make that sound so <laughs> cold and so business No, yeah. no, I mean, you know, but that's the game. Also, just, you know, I feel like I've personally been learning to be confident in what we're doing. That's yeah. been a struggle for me for whatever reason. Well... But that's important. People like when you're confident. Mm-hmm. Be yourself and don't try to be something you're not. Some places will book us and they'll they'll be like, oh, well, that they look cute. You know, cute little little duo... <laughs> Well, more her than, than me, but, but you know, they'll be like, oh, this is going to be nice. And we get there and we're like, Bleh! you know, with this crazy rock and roll stuff. And they're like, oh, I thought they were a duo. It's like, well, we are, but, you know, we're basically like a, a rock and roll band and, yeah. you know, a two-piece rock and roll band that, yeah. that plays a folk song here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, focusing on your, your own music, of course, covers have their place, but focusing on your music, honing your craft, and hounding people, <laughs> bug it, bugging them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. And before yeah. you leave, I'm going to hear one more song. Yeah. Ooh. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Let's do let's do, do Central you, Time. Just hand me that tambourine. Okay. I was going to say, do you want to yeah. hear another original or do you want to hear a cover? Let's do an original song. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. Here what go. are you going to play? It's called Dreaming on Central Time. It's kind of a funny story. We went out to play a show in Arkansas and we were real <clears> close <throat> to Memphis. And I said, well... Let's stop off because he's never been to Memphis. So we did, and um, at our show in Arkansas, by the way, DJ Paul from uh, Three Six Mafia was there, and we it thanked was, him for coming it. out and to see your eye baby. And <laughs> we, we had our picture made with him, and then we uh, yeah. used it for promo for the show. It's That's like amazing. we like to thank DJ Paul for coming to our show tonight. Yeah, he was showing his grill. You know, it was pretty much one of the was, most exciting moments in our rock and roll folk duo life. <laughs> so basically, in her mind, it's like, oh, I'll write a song about Memphis out of that, even well, though we didn't play in Memphis. Yeah, we, we went to Memphis, and that was one of the first times that we actually explored some of the town. So I usually play drums on this one, so I'll just... I'm ready when you are. Go ahead. So pretty and kind Yeah, Memphis is awakening So pretty and kind She's got stories to tell And we finally got time So Memphis, lend us a ride 
Songbirds Guitar Museum, a guitar-oriented pop culture experience for the whole family, is now open at the historic Chattanooga Choo Choo. Come experience the beauty and evolution of the guitar. Discover the origins of rock and roll from gospel to blues and jazz to R&B to the sounds of Motown and the invasion of the British. See and hear the impact of surf music and rural acoustic music of country, bluegrass, and folk. Each Songbirds Guitar Museum exhibit features the guitars that made the music as well as the stories and artists that brought them to life. 